Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You all are the best. The best. The best (laughs) audience in podcasting, whatever you call this, audio content. I love you guys. Producer Joe, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. I like the story you told me about oh, before we went on air. That's where we're going. Yeah. That's, of course, me and good. Joe chatting before the air. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Appreciate you tuning in. So I was this weekend, I'm at a rally for a really terrific gubernatorial candidate here in the great state of Florida, the swing state, the power player state for the entire political universe. And Ron asked me to come out with the great one, Mark Levin, who, by the way, I'm telling you folks, could not be a nicer guy. Uh, I can't say that enough. He, Joe, right? If I had told you this off the like, yeah. he is like oh, the yeah. nicest guy you would ever meet in your life. So it's me, Mark, uh, Congressman Matt Gates, and we're speaking at uh, Ron DeSantis's event. And I come out. There's got to be 1,500 people there. It's down in Jupiter at Trump's uh, uh, golf club down there. And I come out, Joe, and the place goes crazy. And my wife is there, <laughs> and I got people who are screaming, where's Joey Bag of Donuts? One guy in the back yells. <laughs> I'm not kidding. One guy in the back goes, Ma! (laughs) To me. My wife done. So I love you all to death. One kid there, super (laughs) nice kid, comes up to the front. People want to take pictures. And what does he have on it? Ask Joey Bag a Donut shirt. So you guys are just awesome. That's on my Instagram, at DBongino, if you want to check out some of the photos. So really cool. All right. I got a lot to get to uh, uh, today. Another uh, bombshell interview by Devin Nunez on Maria Bartiromo show. Maria Bartiromo is just uh, d- absolutely destroying it on the weekend show. Maria, yes, yeah, the most Woo. beautiful sound I ever heard for the for some of you uh, who grew up in Queens and listened to dance music back then. But she has been knocking it out of the park. Some will get that. Some won't. I know my yeah. wife will. Uh, she's been killing it. She keeps getting Nunez, and Nunez keeps coming on the show on the weekends and dropping major bombs. So here's a. Um, I'm going to give you a quick summary of what happened in a minute. I got some sound from it. But basically, it exposes again how this Mueller probe is a complete total fraud. All right? Total fraud. It's becoming more obvious. But, and you're only a sucker if you believe otherwise. I'm sorry. You're being played. <laughs> All right. Today's show. I just used this, by the way, the other day. Brought to you by our buddies at WaxRx. You know how much I love my sponsors. And I only work with companies. This is true. We turn down a lot of stuff here. That I believe in and have a product or service that would be of value to you. Because that's what I can. I'm not going to mess around my credibility with the audience here. Um, WaxRx is not the sexiest product, uh, product to talk about. But as I've told you before, I had a deal with earwax buildup. I did. The secret service where you stick that ear piece in all day and after a while you get a blockage you have a hard time hearing the story i'm about to share uh, this is one of many many stories i get about wax rx by the way shows how the right product can change your life this is from a listener whose nephew had his life changed by wax rx uh he says hey my nephew brandon dreamed of becoming an emt and went into training but he had a problem he quickly discovered he couldn't hear through his stethoscope because he had a blockage in his ear without being able to hear the patient's breathing or heartbeats he simply wasn't going to be able to successfully complete the emt training so he recommended he try wax rx and he used it in both ears amazingly he removed the large blockage of wax from both sides instantly he could hear everything this this stuff is awesome including through his stethoscope with his hearing restored he finished his training and is now an emt good job brandon right now you can try the wax rx system by typing in GoWaxRx.com. That's GoWaxRx.com. Use the offer code DAN at checkout, D-A-N, for free shipping. Save some money. That's GoWaxRx.com. Don't wait. You have no idea what you might be missing because of inner earwax. Who knows? It might just change your life. GoWaxRx.com. Offer code DAN. I just used this last week. It's really an incredible product. GoWaxRx.com. Okay. Let's get right to it. So in the Nunez interview, I've been making the point to you for months if you're a regular listener. Um, that the entire Mueller operation is a scam. And just to be clear with you what this scam is, because I don't want any of you to be misled. Uh, sometimes I get emails and I deeply appreciate the feedback, positive, negative, or otherwise. But I think some of you may be a little bit, um, and maybe it's my fault for not explaining it well, but confused about what I'm saying about Mueller. Hmm. Mueller's purpose right now, it is clear as day to people who are read in on the program, as we used to say in the Secret Service. Yes, yes. Mueller's purpose, I'm not saying intent, I'm saying his purpose right now, is to save the reputation of the DOJ and the FBI. Ladies and gentlemen, the Department of Justice and the FBI screwed up in megaton bomb fashion with the 
screw up in the Flynn case, the screw up in the Hillary Clinton case, and the screw up in even initiating a Trump investigation based on no substantive information at all. Okay, we all get that. We know there are screw ups. I've been suggesting to you for a while that the goal of the Mueller probe is to keep the attention on Trump in order to save the reputation of the DOJ and the FBI. Let me be a little more clear, because now it's even starting to become more clear to me the mechanics of how this is working. The whole reputation of the Department of Justice and the FBI, Joe, hinges on the fact that the most critical counterintelligence investigation in modern times, the Mm -hmm. investigation into Donald Trump, the reputation of the Department of Justice and the FBI hinges on the fact that this was a, fill in the blank here, legitimate investigation. Ta-da! <laughs> Joe, was it a legitimate investigation? No! No! <laughs> no, no. So Mueller's team, the whole goal of the Mueller team, why they brought on all these Democrats, why they keep investigating people with loose ties to Trump, but heavy ties to Hillary Clinton is to keep the attention on Donald Trump, to make it appear, at least in the public view, that Donald Trump, that the investigation into him was based on at least some appearance of legitimate information at some point. Therefore, the Department of Justice and FBI acted out of no malice, and therefore their reputation should be salvaged, and we can all move on. That is, the to me, it is clear as day now that is the purpose of this. Yeah, Mueller is not dumb, Joe, however. Bob Mueller is not a stupid man. Bob Mueller knows that the investigation into Trump was garbage. Why? Because he he likely has access to a, a bevy of unclassified or or excuse me classified documents he's able to view, and he understands based on the FISA applications to spy on the Trump team and the EC, the electronic communication that was used to start the investigation. That paragraph one, in other words, the opening paragraph for the Trump team is basically hogwash. Remember what I keep telling you about paragraph one. Paragraph one is the essence of any criminal investigation, and it describes in the federal government. It's it's just not a formal term. I mean, literally, not figuratively. What paragraph Mm -hmm. one reads in a memorandum on an investigation should describe how it opened. What I've been telling you is the Trump team opened for one reason. It was politics. And Mueller was brought in to salvage the DOJ and the FBI. In order to do that, he must maintain the veneer here, this patina of credibility. He must insist that Trump was, in fact, a bad guy. And even though he may not have been criminal, Trump, that there was so much bad stuff going on that the Department of Justice did not act out of malice. It may have been a mistake, but it wasn't malice. Not true. But that's what he's here for. Now, I bring this up. Because this Nunez interview this weekend highlights this, and man, this Nunez, I love this guy. I love this guy. If you don't reelect this guy in California, you're doing the nation a a, a national disservice. So, Joe, cue up cut one. Mm -hmm. Nunez brings up a fascinating point here. That, ladies and gentlemen, this information in the indictment, which I've read, by the way, and I put in the show notes for you to read on Friday, the indictment against the new 12 Russians... (laughs) <laughs> by the way, I got to put a little arrow here. What, what happened to the old Russians, by the way? I'll get to that in a second. But the, remember the old, the 13 Russians? Yeah. What happened to those? Right? They've been replaced by new Russians. The indictment of these 12 Russian GRU intelligence operators that was released last week on Friday. This isn't new news, folks. This information appeared before. Ladies and gentlemen, the exact same information appeared before. Now, the names weren't there. And the report was redacted. But listen to Nunez talking about where this Bob Mueller information may have appeared before. We knew about this a year and a half ago. Almost everything in the, in the indictment we knew about. In March 22nd, we released our findings that you have in front of you right there. Those findings were available March 22nd. If you remember, the media mocked us. Yes, I do remember. They made fun of the Republicans. They said it was a whitewash. Mm-hmm. The Democrats said it was a whitewash. Nearly everything the Democrats said about our report was that it was a whitewash. Then we had to fight with the intelligence agencies and the Department of Justice so that they would not redact and they would declassify our report. That was finished in April. So this entire report that you have in front of you, including all you had to do was get to page four and you only had to read chapter two, and you would have had nearly everything that's in the indictment. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Look, look, at, look at all these redactions that you can actually see on the screen. And it's page after page <laughs> of that. And, and actually, there's more in this report yeah. than what's in the indictment. 
Dude. I'm not listen, it's not funny. I just I can't help it. The me this is ladies and gentlemen, completely disregard anything the mainstream media tells you anymore. Fact check it six, seven, or eight times because there's such propaganda. This is unbelievable. This exact same information was in the House Intelligence Report. The exact same information about the Russians, the methodology, released in March and released to the public in April. Exact same information absent the actual names. But when that was released and Devin Nunez did it, Joe, uh, the media look at this guy what a hack Nunez what a scammer this guy is this guy Nunez the worst what a piece of garbage then Mueller Joe it's the exact same it's the same thing Ah! (laughs) it's the same information it's the same and now all of a sudden the media we got the look at this look at Mueller this guy, this is the, the Messiah has arrived. The great white knight of our time, Bob Mueller, has got the Russians. It's the same information. It's the, the uh, freaking out right now. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, do you understand that these media goons are the absolute worst? It's the same exact information. When Nunez released it months ago, they laughed at him. Mueller releases it conveniently, and I'm going to get to the timing of this in a minute because that talks about some other stuff. That, that We'll get into some other angles there. Mueller releases it, and all of a sudden, Bob Mueller is the, the second coming. Ugh, this is disgraceful. These media people are a disgrace. Okay, so point number one. The indictment is old news. It's old news. It's Or you can read the report yourself. It was released in April, the House Intelligence Committee report. By the way, I have an excellent, excellent piece by Byron York in the Washington Examiner at the show notes. It's short. It's sweet. It's about 600 words. It links to all of this stuff. Show it to your liberal friends and ask them why when Devin Nunes released the exact same information in April, they didn't care. But now they care that Bob Mueller released it because they're hacks. That's why. Okay. Cue up cut number two, Joe. Now, not only was the indictment old news conveniently released recently, and we'll get to that, but there's something suspiciously missing from this indictment, folks. There's a key piece of information and the key piece of information missing from the indictment or pieces, as I should say, which is even more disturbing, is missing those pieces for a very specific reason. Those pieces of information are missing because Bob Mueller's job is not to prosecute a crime that happened. It is to keep the attention on Trump's alleged malfeasance to save the reputation of the Department of Justice and FBI, who Bob Mueller knows damn well started an investigation into Donald Trump with nothing in paragraph one of any substance. This piece of information missing is key. Listen to Nunez talk about this here. It's great that they indicted Russians. Yes, they did bad things. I mean, they're always up to bad things. Uh, we know that. They have very sophisticated intelligence capabilities in Russia. And they're always, they're constantly attacking the United States and our allies. However, in the indictment, they leave out some really important people that they also went after. So the indictment plays like they're only going after the Democrats. When Bob Mueller and all his investigators and his lawyers know for a fact that they also targeted Republicans. Mm -hmm. Why is that not in the indictment? It makes the indictment look ridiculous. Oh, oh boy. Convenient. Convenient how that little chunk of information was left out. But why? But why? Why was the Russian GRU and the Russian information IT intrusion efforts, why was their efforts to target Republicans, Republican Party folks, and other members uh, associated with the GOP, why were their efforts, why were they left out of the indictment? The answer is clear as day when you understand Bob Bob Mueller's intent right now. Remember, Mueller's intent is to save the narrative. The narrative is what? Donald Trump's a bad guy. The Department of Justice and FBI, although the case was not great against Trump, did not act maliciously. I'm here to save the reputation of the Department of Justice and the FBI. 
That is Bob Mueller's goal. In order for Bob Mueller to meet that goal, Bob Mueller has to save the narrative about Trump being a bad guy. What? Now, that begs the question here, what's the narrative? What have we been told from day one that needs saving? Donald Trump's a bad actor. He colluded with the Russians. The Russians hacked into the DNC and looked to get that information to Trump so Trump could use it to hurt the Democrats. That is, do you understand that is the whole basis the collusion house was built on? You get that, right? I've only said it a thousand times on the show. But if you don't understand that's the narrative that they need to save, nothing else makes sense with Mueller. So the narrative is that the Russians targeted the Democrats in an effort to work with Trump to win the election for Trump. That's the narrative. But ladies and gentlemen, what if that narrative isn't true? What if, number one, we don't know the Russians hacked the DNC? Because remember, even in the indictment, although very detailed and substantive, and if true, remember, you're innocent until proven guilty in our court system, even if you are Russian. This is the benefit of living in a constitutional republic and not a tyranny. But if the allegations are, in fact, true, they're very disturbing. But they don't talk about hacking. They talk about spear phishing. Read the indictment yourself. And uh, credential stealing, basically stealing online credentials of people to use. them. It's not a hack. It's a spear phishing attempt. But again, the DNC has never turned over the computers. But he needs Bob Mueller. I don't mean to get sidetracked. He needs to save the narrative that the intent was to hit the Democrats. Now, does it make sense, Joe, why Mueller would leave out online intrusion attempts in the, uh, for the Republican Party, too? Hmm. Because if it's written into the indictment mm-hmm. that the Russian GRU folks attempted to attack both political parties, what's the narrative then? The narrative then, ladies and gentlemen, is the truth. And they don't want you to know the truth. And the truth is, number one, the Russians are not our friends. Everybody agrees on a bipartisan basis. They are not our buddies, okay? Right. We get that. But the truth is, ladies and gentlemen, the Russians' goal was to sow chaos. If that chaos meant electing Hillary or electing Trump, whatever caused maximum chaos, that was the Russians' goal. The Russians' goal was to get online credentials and to, and to break into the, the uh, information ecosystem of both parties. But Mueller suspiciously leaves that out of the indictment, which, again, I, again, I don't want to get into this back and forth because I know it causes some tension with some people out there. And I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not attacking anyone, I promise you. I know various people who are very smart have different theories on Mueller, and I respect that. I, I'm just telling you mine. Mueller is not a good guy. I, I, I am absolutely 100% crystal clear on this based on, and uh, read the book when it comes out and it'll be absolutely crystal clear. Mueller is not acting with good intent. He is not. Why would you leave that critical piece of information out? Please explain that away. Why? How can you leave out that he tried to attack Republican Party, the GRU, the Russians tried to attack them too? Why? The only reason, the only reason, if you're a reasonable person, which many liberals aren't, aren't, is that you're trying to cover up the fact that this was a widespread attempt at, 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 at an information warfare attack broadly, indiscriminately used against political people in the United States in an effort to sow political chaos. And that totally defeats your narrative that this was a sole effort to attempt to help Donald Trump. You, Joe, does, am I making sense am with I'm this? following? Yeah, it's making sense. So point, good, thank you. Easy. Point number one, the indictment is old news. This information has been out there since March. Number two, why no mention of the GOP attacks? Answer, they have to save the Department of Justice by saving the narrative. The narrative is Trump worked with the Russians. The Russians tried to steal information. The DOJ and FBI ran with that and started an investigation into Trump. The problem is it is not true. Mueller has to save them. That's why he was brought in. That's why they brought in an insider too, a swamp guy they knew they could trust. Okay. Cue up uh, soundbite number three here. Now, this is important too. Here's Nunes again in another great interview. 
If you want to be read in on what's going on, you just have to watch Bartiromo's show. Listen, I don't own stock in her show or anything. I'm just telling you. Every weekend I sit there like with the remote like this before uh, before we go to church and I'm like... I'm like I'm like Ren and Stimpy in that Ren and Stimpy episode when they tell Stimpy not to touch the red button and he's sweating because he's got to touch it. That's like me with the remote because I can't wait to see what Nunes is going to say. Try to get him on my NRA TV show. If you're listening, Nunes, get on my show. We need you. We need you. We need you, man. I'm pleading. Gosh, I love that guy. Okay. Um, (laughs) Third point here. The timing of this. Now, I hit on this a little bit on Friday. I don't want to repeat myself. But the timing of the release of information right before the meeting with Russia, which is happening right now. I'm watching the uh, the, uh, the press conference right now. And I have some thoughts on that in a second, too, so don't go anywhere. But the timing is not only suspicious, the timing is absolutely abhorrent. It's, it's disturbing to the point where I think Bob Mueller's trying to basically throw a monkey, right? I see you shaking your head there. Yeah, I do. Uh, the, the timing is so bad, it's like Mueller doesn't even care that people know he's trying to throw a monkey wrench into U.S. foreign policy. All right, play cut number three, and this will all make sense. The timing of this, I mean, they, they released this right after the Peter Strzok hearing, and your point is, we knew all of this a year ago. Why is now the time to make these arrests and not a year ago when you actually had the information? Well, I have to call into question, you knew about this a year and a half ago. You for sure knew it because you got our report. So you for sure knew it by March and April of this year. And then it looks like all you did, all the Mueller team did was validate our report, indict some Russians, and leave out, I think, some very pertinent relative uh, of evidence that the American public should see, which is you know, why we continue to have to fight. This report has been mocked by the media, has been mocked by the Democrats, and still is mostly redacted by the Department of Justice and the Intelligence Agency. And, and all of these redactions really underline a common theme, and that has been obstruction on the left. Folks, why now? You hear Nunes? Why now? Why now? There was a, ladies and gentlemen, if there was an impending terror attack and some national warning had to go out, mm-hmm. yes, Joe, of course, that's not political at all. Mm. You throw that stuff out the window, you make a big announcement, folks, we're going to, you know, code red. There's uh, information out here about six or seven Al-Qaeda, ISIS members. That This is not the case, ladies and gentlemen. Right. These are Russian intelligence officers who have, Joe, look at me here, zero chance of being extradited from Russia. Zero! Zero, less than zero. They have no chance of being extradited from Russia. This activity happened a year ago. The information has been out in the public domain, absent the specific names, but the information since April. Why now? Oh, the Peter Stroke hearing, too. Did we forget? You see, Nunez, by the way, don't, Nunez never says anything. This guy is one of the more disciplined members. He is not an emotional guy. I don't mean not emotional in a bad way. I mean, he's not an overly um, hyper guy on camera. Gee, I don't know. Who does that? Uh, He's he's (laughs) present company excluded. Um, He's a very sober guy. His analysis is always sober. And he, he doesn't say anything without deliberating on it. You think him mentioning in that clip the Peter Stroke hearing, in addition to the me mentioning the Russia thing, you think the timing of this is suspect? What came out in the Peter Stroke hearing that was devastating? The fact that the information superhighway between the FBI was through multiple off-ramps. We had David Korn who passed information. Fusion GPS who had passed information. Um, Now we find out Bruce Orr was a department, oh, 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 Department of Justice senior manager in the Department of Justice whose wife worked for Hillary Clinton's oppo research company that he was passing materials to. That was confirmed in the stroke hearing. Mueller's goal is to save the DOJ. Do you understand? That's it. He has to get the Hillary Clinton information behind him. He has to save Stroke. He has to save the FBI paragraph one investigation and make it seem like Trump's a bad guy, even though he's not. Stroke comes out, admits there was an information superhighway, basically an illicit information laundering scheme to get information from Hillary Clinton's political people to the FBI and into the courts that there may have been a high level DOJ people, Bruce Orr. Stroke admits to it in the hearing, admits to it, open in the hearing, kind of freaks out a little bit when he's asked about it. 
And then all of a sudden, the next day to distract, we got Russians. We got, it's like Red Dawn, the original Red Dawn, not the horrible second one with the North Koreans. The original, Wolverines, Wolverines, we got them. The Russians show, the Russians. Yo, Ruski, Ruski. (laughs) It's like Chuck Norris with the two Uzis in Invasion USA when he basically takes on the whole Russian army. I used to love Chuck Norris. I still love Chuck Norris. Yeah, yeah. Folks, Mueller's whole yeah. operation here is to point to the Russians. Like Joe said, Joe is actually doing a physical point there. I can see him on yeah. his thing. It, look, the <laughs> Russians, there they are. This is his only purpose. Strokes, the hearing for stroke was devastating. Combine that with this Russian, uh, with this Russian meeting where... God forbid Trump makes headway. And I say God forbid from the liberal and the media perspective. If Trump makes any kind of headway on terrorism, nuclear non-proliferation, listen, I'm not expecting some massive treaty to come out of this thing. Let's not be ridiculous. But even a communique that comes out of it that reflects positively on Trump, the story's devastating for the media. Why? Because the media wants you to believe Trump's an idiot. And the fact that we've had no nuclear testing in North Korea, that we may have some small but not insignificant breakthrough with the Russians drives the media nuts. So who comes to the rescue? Bob Mueller. What better timing? Release this non-critical information. It's not non-critical. It's been sitting out there for months. The, now, the incident's critical. Let me be clear. The, what happens not a joke. Right. The Russians are not our friends. Don't mistake what I'm saying. But the release of the information was not an acute emergency at all. What better way than to distract from the information laundering operation that that Stroke basically revealed in his hearing and from uh, Trump's efforts to salvage U.S.-Russia at least somewhat um, uh, rela- uh, the relationship. By the way, uh, not that that's critical or anything, Joe. It's only 90% of the world's nuclear weapons held in Russia and the United States. I mean, why would we want to talk to them, right? It's not like there's like a, a global interest in that. Can't imagine. <laughs> Of course, we're being sarcastic for the oh. idiots at Media Matters who I know listen. By the way, thanks for listening, Media Man. But when you promote my show, will you please put the links in it? What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> have some respect. Seriously, have Media Eye too. Media Eye writes about me all the time. I have I live uh, subsidized in the Media Eye heads. They write about me all the time, and you know sometimes it's a little irritating. But I, the more I think about it, I, I'm I'm not kidding when I say I, I kind of appreciate it. I just wish you guys would put links in there. You know, it really, every time that we go up, Joe, how much are we growing lately on the oh, show? Oh, loads and loads. It's almost hard for us to sell ads because the ad rate keeps changing because the show keeps yeah. You, By the way, you advertise, but you get over like crazy because if you buy it early, you wind up getting it at a cost that months later, you're like, wow, that's pretty good. Uh, so the do. show is exploding. Thank you to everybody out there in the liberal media who keeps writing about us. I, I do appreciate it, even though it does tend to get under my skin once in a while. Um, it is great. Uh, you, you guys are helping us out. All right. I have some more on this. Uh, the question keeps coming up. Why not declassify? Now that's starting to make sense as well, too. Um, so let me get into that in a second. All right. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at iTarget. Best system out there by far for increasing your proficiency with a firearm. Listen, responsible firearm ownership, obviously, we all know that is uh, is a must. If you're going to own one, you have to safely secure it and you have to learn how to operate it. But it takes time. A lot of range time. I spent hours and hours at the range between the New York City Police Department and the, and the Secret Service learning how to operate effectively a firearm. There are many components to it. You have to learn how to line up the sights. It's called sight alignment. You have to learn what a sight picture looks like, what the target looks like through your sights. You get the paper targets, the silhouettes. You want to make sure uh, that you have that sight picture down. You know what to look for. You want to focus on that front of the front sight, right? You also have to focus on your grip. Now, all this stuff takes time. Ladies and gentlemen, you can knock hours off your training time by not having to commute back and forth to the range all the time. The range helps, but by picking up the iTarget Pro system, what is it? They will send you a laser round designed specifically for the firearm you have now. You have a 9mm, you have a uh, you know 40 SW, whatever it may be. They will send you a laser round for that. It's not going to hurt, damage your gun. You have to make any manipulations at all. It's got a rubber stopper. It's not going to do anything to the gun. Don't you worry about that, right? You drop the laser round in the firearm. And then you do, when you when you dry fire, you by the way, you drop it in a safely unloaded weapon. You check it, you check it twice, you check it three times, you look away, and it'll emit a laser. And now you can see where the round would have gone. 
It'll send you a target. It works with an app. It's almost like a video game for the firearm you have now that helps you improve your proficiency. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the best system out there. The reviews on this are absolutely fantastic. Go se- uh, go check it out. The website is itargetpro.com. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The promo code is Dan for 10% off. Remember, people who do this competitively, deal with firearms competitively for a living, they try fire 10 times more than they live fire because it matters. Go check it out, itargetpro.com, best system on the market. Use promo code DAN for 10% off. Okay. Um, one of the re- re- the questions that keeps coming up, which I've addressed, but now it's becoming clearer again after the Nunez, uh, Nunez, I always say his name wrong, interview. And Nunez has called for this, uh, by the way, is why not declassify a lot of this information? In other words, Joe. Yeah. Donald Trump is the president of the United States. Obviously, he has ultimate declassification authority Mm -hmm. as the president of the United States. He can say tomorrow to the Department of Justice who work uh, under him in Article 2 of the Constitution, they fall, uh, you know, their creations, they're under the executive branch, the Department of Justice and the FBI. Donald Trump can say to them, declassify everything, declassify the FISA, get rid of the redactions, let the American people see what happened, let the American people see the attacks on the Republicans show, let them see the information, let's get this behind us. Now, it's a fair question. Mm -hmm. It's not an irrelevant question. Now, it's beginning to make sense, though, what the Trump strategy is. Let me explain to you first the liberal version of what they think the Trump strategy is because they're nuts. And with them being nuts, they typically will lie to you, which they do often. And they're lying to you by saying, well, Joe, Trump isn't declassifying the information in the FISA warrants because it shows he's guilty and he doesn't want the information out there. Uh Ladies and gentlemen, that's complete, utter garbage. It's nonsense. There's nothing in the Matter of fact, the ex- I'm just telling you because your liberal friends, I want you to be prepared for the debate. Right. Well, why does Trump declassify? I'm telling you why, because that information is going to make him look really bad, Trump. That's not why he's not doing it. Here's what's going on. And by the way, you can take this check to the bank and cash that sucker because this is I'm, now I'm sure of it. They got nothing. Joe, they've got nothing. The Mueller team has nothing. They got nothing. They got nothing, man. They got nothing. They've got Zippo. So the Trump team is like Chaz Palminteri, one of my favorite teams in, in the Bronx Tale with the bikers. Now use Cantley. Now, now, now he's saying, to you know what? I'm not going to declassify this stuff. Now you guys can't get out of this. Now you're going to run with this investigation. Ladies and gentlemen, take it to the bank. Trump does not want to get in the middle of the investigation. He is now telling Mueller, now I'm locking the bar door and this investigation is yours. You're going to own it. Why? Because Mueller's going to wind up with egg on his face. There's no there there. And Mueller, ironically, is going to be the great vindicator of one Donald J. Trump. You don't believe you? Now you're probably like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. No. No K-N-O-W. In Joe Biden language, K-N-O-W-W. First, N-O, and then no. No, you're wrong, and no, what I'm telling you is true. The Trump team now... Guys, ladies, do you think Trump hasn't seen this information? Oh, yeah. Do you think the President of the United States hasn't seen all this stuff? He knows this investigation is junk. I'm going to prove the point to you in a second with another great article from American Thinker in the show notes today by this, uh, uh, this guy, Andrew Thomas, wrote a really interesting piece, and he's right. The Trump team has seen all of it. Now they're like, here's the calculus going on. And Joe, if I'm if I if I get lost here, you you are the audience on Budgman. You 10-4. have to call a timeout to the red flag. Got it. Let let me give you a, a, what's going on in the Oval Office right now. Trump's legal team is in there now, going, hey, listen, did, did you do anything wrong? The Trump Trump, of course, who was involved in this thing, knows he did nothing wrong. Listen, guys, I got nothing to do with this. I'm sure of it. There are probably people within the Trump DOJ, uh, within Trump's DOJ, and everyone who's seen the documents are probably telling him too. There's nothing there. So his legal and political people are probably saying, "Mr. Trump, uh, Mr. President, here's how this is going to go down. If you declassify the documents, show what do you think the response of the Democrats is going to be? Let me tell you, guilty. Yeah, they're going to say, look, he's guilty. Yeah. He's declassifying it to obstruct the investigation. Yeah. He's trying to stop Bob Mueller. He's throwing a monkey wrench yeah. in this. He's allowing all these bad guys time to escape. Oh, my gosh. Trump obstruction, obstruction of justice. Obstruction! Again, 
This is all they have. This is all they, they don't have anything because there's no there there. So that, that's what they're telling him. They're saying you're, the Democrats are, are sitting there salivating with blood coming from their fangs, waiting for you to declassify just one document. And the minute you do, they're going to run with obstruction. The other side of the argument from the political team is they say, Mr. Trump, or you could stay hands off this thing completely. Let Congress, let them do their own thing. Let them figure it out with the DOJ. They can issue a contempt subpoena if they want for DOJ. I mean, a, a contempt charge and, and they continue to issue subpoenas. That's their role under the Constitution. You stay out of this thing. Let them do their own thing. And ladies and gentlemen, for however much we want to see the information declassified, the bottom line is this. There's no there there. So, Mr. Trump, here's what's going to happen. Eventually, Bob Mueller is going to have to close the investigation and issue a finding. And the finding is going to say what? That you did nothing wrong. And you're going to come out of this thing smelling like roses. You didn't fire Mueller. They witch hunted you for two years and found absolutely nothing. The Democrats are going to be left entirely deflated. Why give them ammo for another obstruction of justice charge? Folks, it's, it's brilliant. You know, we sell this guy short sometime. Uh, you, you heard my explanation of him being from Queens. So there's no need to go over it again. But the bravado, how we get lost in the the shtick. The shtick is not the substance. This guy is not stupid. This has been the, the bane of the Democrats' existence. Is they can't get past the fact that they absolutely believe this guy's an idiot. So they treat him like an idiot, which allows Trump to treat them like the idiots they are for treating him like an idiot. Does that make sense? You know, give them enough rope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And then they'll hang themselves. Exactly. He's giving them all the ammunition here to make themselves look like complete, utter fools. Absolutely. And, And them selling him short, not realizing he's feeding them the material to make themselves look foolish. They don't realize they're getting played. Which reminds me, I have another great piece from Law and Crime at the show notes today about how the media did get played. Just read the indictment by the Russians. They're getting played. The media is trying to bait him into declassifying it. Folks, nobody wants to see the FISA documents more than I do. No one. Because I have very, very specific inquiries and questions. I've been writing a book on this. It's my entire life for almost six months now. But I'm telling you, I have to agree with the Trump team. I think they are making the right call. There is no there there. Let Mueller lock the door. Now use Canley. Now they can't leave the investigation. They declassify the documents. The Mueller team will be like, we're starting a new investigation. Obstructions thing will go on forever. Mueller has nothing. Why stir the pot? Now. Great piece in the American thinker again, right along these lines. I promise I am going to get to the Russian thing in a second. It's going on right now, but this is really super important. Tagging along on the Friday show. The American thinker piece. Ladies and gentlemen, what happened to the 13 Russian trolls? Oh, you forgot about that already? Remember that trial was was supposed to start July 9th? Mm -hmm. Joe, I'm really bad with dates, but... Mm. Are we past July 9th yet? Uh, Yeah, we are. We are. Okay, I'm just checking. Like, we are past July 9th. Seven days. Yeah. Seven days. Thank you, Joe. There you go. Joe's there as the audience fact checker, too. Um, Sadly, only half of me was kidding there. I'm legitimately (laughs) that bad with dates because I got so much going on. But I remember, I'm thinking in my head as I'm doing that, I'm like, July 4th did happen, right? Yes, it did. Okay, so we're way past July 9th. (laughs) Okay, it's not July 9th anymore. It's after that. The trial has not started of the original 13 Russian trolls indicted in the troll farm case. What happened with that? What happened with that is the case fell apart. I've been covering this for a long time. (laughs) The Russian troll farm case entirely fell apart because the Russian troll farm companies decided they were going to do something crazy. And of course, I'm being sarcastic there. They decided they were going that they were going to say, use the innocent to proven guilty um, <laughs> tenet of, of the U.S. constitutional republic justice system. And they said, you know what? We're going to go to trial because we don't think we did anything wrong. I don't know if they did or didn't. They are innocent to proven guilty. If they're guilty, hammer them. All I'm telling you is in the U.S. system of justice, which I avidly believe in, it doesn't matter if you're Russian, Martian, or a U.S. citizen. Once you're put in our system, you're innocent till proven guilty. Mm-hmm. 
the Russian troll farm that was alleged to have used Facebook to attack our election system, they sent a, a high-powered lawyer over to say, nah, nah we're going to go to trial on this. We think it's BS. Which, ladies and gentlemen, is perfectly within their purview to do. And the Mueller team's panicking. They keep delaying the trial. They keep delaying the trial. My guess, being intimately familiar with the federal justice system, having spent 12 years dealing with it as a federal agent, is they've got nothing there, too. You may say, well, why would they indict then? Ladies and gentlemen, I believe they indicted. They brought down the indictment using a grand jury indictment because they thought these Russians would never show up. The fact that they sent a lawyer over, the Mueller team, Joe, must have been like, oh, boy. Yeah. What do we do now? What do we do? You know what trial prep is like in the federal system? There's a reason. I could do a whole show on this. There's a reason federal prosecutors love to plea out cases. Now, local and state folks, too. Ladies and gentlemen, federal trials are a disaster. They are long. They're laborious. The work involved evidence presentation is everything. For I had a case once. I can't say the names for obvious reasons, but out of the Baltimore field office. It was a fraud case. We had an entire evidence vault in the Baltimore field office. It, and this was not a small vault, folks. We're talking about almost seven, 800 square feet stacked with paperwork from this case. Even the logistics about how to get that information over to the court for some of them to use some was a nightmare every day. They hate it. Remember, there's some manual labor involved in that too. It ain't digging ditches for a living, but it is a nightmare. They want to plea it out, Joe. Nobody wants to go to trial. Mueller never expected them to have their lawyers show up and say, no, no, we not only want a trial, we want it now. Mueller never saw that coming. The lawyer showed up and said, we want to see the evidence. Mueller turns over, by the way, untranslated Russian nonsense to them, which, again, is a guy makes a a great point in the American thinker piece. How that was used to overturn an American election, nobody could figure out yet. But I'm, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Either I think these charges are going to be dismissed or the special counsel team is going to take an absolute bath in court on this Russian troll farm case. Those were the 13 Russians. Now, the 13 Russians, now that Mueller's like this, Joe, Mm -hmm. we didn't think they were going to show up. I smell a problem. Now they're going to show up. Mueller needs a replacement for the 13 Russians. Why? Why, 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 why? Because he's got to keep attention on Trump-Russia collusion, that the Russians did this bad thing with the DNC, hacking the election, trying to help Hillary, even though the evidence for that is weak, is weak. So now he sees he may lose with the 13 Russians. So he's got to replace them with new Russians. So the new Russians are, Joe, think about it, right? You're sitting in Mueller's office, right? Yeah. You're like, okay, what's the mistake we made with the original 13 Russians? This is like, here's a Russian, there's a Russian, there's a Russian too. They need Russians everywhere, right? <laughs> we need a Joe Armacost theme song about the Russians. Where's a Russian? There's a Russian. Here's a Russian. He says, these 13 Russians, we have a problem. They're going to show up and we're going to lose. If we lose the case against the Russians, now all of a sudden, I was brought in to do what? Special counsel team. Mr. Mueller, you were brought in to save the DOJ and the FBI. Well, guys, how's it going to look if I lose this case to the Russians? The DOJ and the FBI are going to look pretty darn stupid, Mr. Mueller. Oh, boy, what do we do? We need new Russians. New Russians. Get the Russians. So what does he do? The dirty Dozeninsky. (laughs) (laughs) So he brings in the dirty Dozeninsky, the new Russians. Now, Joe. He doesn't want to make the mistake with the old Russians he swapped out for the new Russians. The mistake he made with the old Russians is he didn't think they were going to show up, but they did. So what does he do with the new Russians? By the way, information about the new Russians has been around since March. He picks the people that are absolutely guaranteed under no circumstances to ever show up in the U.S. justice system ever. He picks 13 Russian intelligence officers deeply connected to the Russian military that Vladimir Putin would rather die than send back to the United States. So he's looking around, Joe. He's got now, folks, because we have no ditto cam yet. 
<laughs> he's got his finger, his thumb, and his index finger on his eyebrow. Head on the desk, elbow on the desk. He's rubbing his eyebrows thinking, Mueller's like, how do we find new Russians that will definitely not show up to this trial so we're not made to look stupid again? Let's go get Russian military people connected to the Russian military, knowing one, knowing a couple things. There's Number one, there's zero extradition treaty between the United States and Russia. None. There is not even a path for extradition. And number two, the Russians' own constitution prohibits extradition <laughs> of Russians to the United States. Mueller's like, like, yeah, those Russians <laughs> yeah. definitely won't show up. Nice job, Bob. <laughs> there you go. We swapped 13 Russians for 12 new Russians that we will definitely never see in court. Now, just to be clear, because I can be a sarcastic wise guy, and I was having a lot of fun with that. Yeah. It's not a joke, okay, that part. The Russians did the, 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 the indictment, if you read it, it's only 29 pages, but it's worth the read, is substantive. And I have no doubt the Russians, I can't say this enough, are not our friends. They are not. I have no doubt the Russians tried to interfere in our election. I have no doubt we should counterstrike to them. I'm not talking about a military strike on it. But I'm saying maybe we should mess with their stuff too then. Little tit for tat. Kind of like we've been known to do with the North Koreans when they mess with our stuff. But what I'm telling you is this specific indictment with this information absolutely reeks of politics reeks of politics with a far second place in the triage of needs actually accomplishing anything these russians i have it underlined here joe will definitely not show up for court and those are the kind of russians they're looking for give me some russians i need russians but they cannot show up how do we get those Russians to never show up? Uh, the <laughs> next thing they'll indict Putin. Mr. Putin, are you going to show up for your court? Uh, th- th- he'll be next. Niet. Niet is right. Give me a glass of piva. Niet. They will never <laughs> show up. I spent a little time in I only know a couple things in Russian. Piva, Niet, and Yanni Gavru Peruski. And I think that's how you say it. I don't speak Russian. And the only reason is if you said, when I went over to Russia, I've been there a couple times, and and... When I, when my last line of work. And you, the mistake I used to make with the Russians all the time is I'd say, oh, was it Yanni Pani Mayu? Or which is like, I don't understand. And then they would say it again in Russian. Like, no, no, dude. I don't understand means I don't understand Russian. Not I don't understand what you just said. So I had to learn to say that Yanni Gavru Peruski. I don't speak Russian. I'm really sorry. I swear I'd say that all the time. Yanni Pani Mayu. And they'd say the exact same thing in Russian. Oh, uh, uh, dude, this isn't working. So I remember going back to the... Uh, the lady, uh, this lady, Elena, who worked with us, and I was like, hey, how come every time I say that to the Russians, they keep repeating? She goes, no, 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 you have to tell them you don't speak Russian. If you say you don't understand, they just think you don't understand that thing in Russian. So that was, that was my Russian story for the day. But this is what's going on. They swapped the old Russians for the new Russians, guaranteeing they won't show up. Read that American Thinker piece. It describes a lot of this in detail, how that Russian troll farm case is there in a world of trouble with that. They're in a world of trial. And as I said, ladies and gentlemen, if they show up for trial and they find evidence beyond a reasonable doubt that they're guilty and they mess with us, good. Send them to jail and throw away the key. I'm just telling you these things reek, absolutely stink of politics. Okay. Uh, a couple more things. But uh, today's show also brought to you by our buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition. I'm unusually energetic for a Monday. It's probably because I took a uh, double dose of foundation this morning. I love that stuff. It's really good. Um, foundation. This was one of the original products I had as a sponsor for my show, and I still use it to this day. It's almost two and a half years later. Brickhouse Nutrition, they contacted me a while ago, and they said, damn, we got this terrific new product. Like, you know, creatine, ah, it's been around forever. We know about creatine. It works. It works great. But they said, we added ATP to it, adenosine triphosphate, which is another phosphogen. It kind of supercharges the creatine. They said, the great part about it is you get, you know, you get like an extra gas tank in the gym, but not only that, you get to work out harder. Uh, you get to work out with longer duration as well. But it has an you know, intramuscular volumization effect, which makes your muscles look more toned just by taking the product. I was like, get out of here. Come on. I've heard this before. So I said, do me a favor. It's not a joke. This is what actually happened. I said, Miles, this is two years ago. I said, you send me the product to try. And if it's good, I'll take it on. I'll take you guys on as a sponsor. And if it's, you know, if it's no good, I'm, you know, I'm going to pass. He's like, I'll send you three, four bottles. This stuff is amazing. Amazing. And if you don't believe me, all I ask is that you take the mirror test. Okay. And I just got an email last week. He didn't give me permission to share his name. So I'm like, you know who you are. He's like, you weren't kidding about the mirror test. Wait, I'm not. Take a little mental snapshot 
of what you look like in the mirror. Men, women, doesn't matter. Take the product. Give it about seven days because the creatine loads in your system, basically. And look at yourself five, seven days later. You're going to be like, whoa, this stuff. Right, Joe? Am I messing with you? No, little Joe. Yeah, Little Joe yeah, uses it. He, little great. Joe's like a monster now. Like, yeah. When I met the kid, he was like 80 pounds with 75 pounds of sand strapped to his back. Now he looks like a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. The, guy, it's, the stuff's incredible. Just give it a shot. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up a bottle of foundation today. You will not be disappointed. Email me your reviews. That's why I put my email on the website. I really enjoy hearing them. It's uh, The product's a life changer. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up a bottle of foundation today. Um, okay. A couple quick things on the, uh, on the Russia thing, uh, which is going on right now as we're watching it. Listen, you're... Your liberal friends, they want to paint Trump, obviously, as some kind of a Russian stooge, which is not only beyond stupid, it's um, it's it's disingenuous, it's dishonest, um, it's malicious, and it really hurts the country. But, you know, sadly, a lot of liberals don't seem to care about that. Folks, two things about this. Number one, do you understand that Trump, well, listen, I, I'm not, uh, and by the way, because I get a lot of emails on this, I am not an interventionist. By any means. I'm not. I really wish the United States would start to pull back a lot of our overseas commitments and fortify, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the bunker in the United States before we start fortifying other places. That's my stance. I'm not, I don't want to get into that because I get a lot of arguments from people online about uh, big 30,000 foot foreign policy viewpoints. I understand. I respect your point of view. I'm just trying to tell you what the liberals are saying about Trump right now is not accurate. And the liberal point of view about Trump is he's some kind of Russian stooge. That's nonsense. Let me just tell you some of the things that Trump has done against Russia. Whether you agree with him or not is another point of view. There was an incident on a Syrian battlefield not that long ago. You may or may not have heard about. Now, I brought up this, I brought it up this morning on Fox and Friends, but I'm telling you this was not insignificant. There were a bunch of Russian, what do they call them, like little green men, mercenaries. They were Russian mercs. Right. They were basically official, non-official operators. They're operating in Syria um, under the unofficial watchful eye of the Russians. So basically when they do stuff, they do bad stuff. The Russians can say, hey, we don't know who they were. And when they, you know, when they need their goals accomplished, they can tell these Russian mercs to go do it. So the U.S. gets in a little bit of a skirmish. They tell them not to cross this line. These Russian mercs cross the line. The United States basically in a you know deconfliction exercise gives a gives notification to the Russians. Hey, are these your boys down there? The Russians, I guess, assuming it's the Obama era and we weren't going to do anything. Again, I'm not justifying it or not. I'm just telling you what happened. Assumed what, Joe? That we weren't going to do squat. Right. So in the deconfliction call, the American military officials are like, hey, are these your boys or not? Because they're about uh, 10 seconds from becoming fertilizer. The Russians, again, are probably like, yeah, whatever, dude. No, no, <laughs> yeah, they're not our guys. The Russians are probably sitting there. They're, they're like, the Americans. <laughs> Tell them. The drink, they're probably taking shots of vodka laughing. Like, they're not going to do anything, right? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, what happens? Again, agree with it or not. The American, our, our, uh, I think it were A-10s, but we, we engage in some air to ground. We will basically wipe out 200 Russian mercs and it becomes, uh, they become fertilizer on the Syrian battlefield quickly. Holy Krebsky. Yeah, Krebsky is right. It does yeah. not end well for the Russians at all. You're free to disagree with it. I'm just telling you, this was not an insignificant incident. Matter of fact, it riled the Russians so badly, they were like, what do we do now? The Russians have kind of still yet to take credit for those mercs, even though they're like, what the hell just happened? Our entire mercenary operation that was completely wiped out. So I'm just trying to, I'm not justifying or not justifying a lot of our interventions. I I wish we'd pull back a lot of our uh, commitments overseas, personally. I'm just telling you, the arguments that they're a Russian stooge is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Number two, I could go on all day with things Trump's done to rein in the Russians, but I'm just going to give you two big ones. Second, This Nord Stream 2 pipeline thing is not insignificant. Here's why. There's a pipeline that runs from St. Petersburg to basically northeast Germany. If you're familiar with geography, it runs under the Baltic Sea. It runs under the Baltic Sea for a reason. That's because it doesn't have to run under land. If it ran under land in Ukraine or other areas over there west of Russia... They would, the Russians would pay transit fees mm-hmm. and they'd pay them to the Ukrainians. So the Russians, in an effort to bypass 
unnecessary Ukrainian and other influence over their energy policy just ran a pipeline straight to Germany, who's one of their biggest consumers. Why does this matter? It matters because we're competing with the Russians for natural gas sales, too, number one. But number two, the Russians did this for a reason. They, they are not our friends. They are not Europe, Europe's friends. They are not the European Union's friends. The Russians basically want to turn the screws on areas west of them, part of the former Soviet empire. They want to be able to turn off gas at will. But if they turn off the gas at will and basically shut off and starve them of energy, Ukraine and others, Joe, mm-hmm. they'd have to starve the Germans, too, if the pipeline went underground through those countries to Germany. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By bypassing them together, running under the Baltic Sea and going to Germany, they can screw the Ukrainians and still sell a whole boatload of gas to the Germans. You, cra- you tracking? This is important. Yeah. Now... They want to build, this has been such a lucrative business between the Russians and the Germans that they want to build a second pipeline basically right next to it called Nord Stream 2. Called Nord Stream 2 because it's Nord Stream 1. Crazy how that happens, right? They want to build another one to up the gas sales. Trump, again, is not helping the Russians at all by going to NATO, asking for more money for NATO, which is what he did, which the Russians hate, by the way. They can't stand NATO. He is not helping the Russians also by saying, hey, by the way, Germans, what's the deal with this pipeline? Why are you screwing over the rest of the countries east of you, but west of uh, Russia? Why are you screwing them over? That was a big deal, folks. But of course, liberals who know nothing about foreign policy at all will sit there and say, oh, it's a Russian stooge. Really? You think, do you know how much money the Russians will lose if this Nord Stream 2 pipeline doesn't go through? Dopes. Just, you don't know what you're talking about. Again, argue, disagree or agree, that's fine. I get it. There are various viewpoints on foreign policy I respect. I understand that. I'm not trying to be Captain Know-it-all, nor am I claiming to have all the answers. I'm just telling you, claims that he's some kind of a Russian stooge are absurd. It's like you've done no analysis at all of what's actually happening, and you're spouting off at the mouth claiming to be some kind of expert. It's ridiculous. Okay, um... One last thing. Hey, I'm going to get into tomorrow. Don't miss the show. Matt Palumbo, my uh, researcher at Bongino.com, has another just terrific, awesome piece. I can't say enough about it. Debunking this whole Denmark, you know, Norway, Scandinavian socialism nonsense you keep hearing about, how wonderful socialism is overseas. You know about part one. I'm going to get into part two, which he just put together um, tomorrow. But the article, if you want to prepare for it. It's short. It's sweet, but it's really good. It's in the show notes. And it digs into Joe quote, free college over there, the welfare state, and how this has completely failed in the Scandinavian model of so-called socialism, which isn't really socialism. I'm going to get into it tomorrow, but read the piece. But I wanted to leave you with this one last thought. Ladies and gentlemen, remember the, the narrative Bob Mueller's saving. The narrative he's saving, again, is that the Democrats... Uh, were hacked by the Russians in some elaborate, sophisticated scheme. And in that scheme, they wanted to get that information to the Trump team to damage the Democrats. That's the scheme, right? Well, I want to read to you a a quote here for a second. And uh, Joe, you can probably figure out quickly who this quote's from, but I'm going to keep the audience in suspense for a moment. Here's a quote from an individual talking about this scheme to hack the Democrats and help the Trump team win the election. What it, what it is about our political system that made us vulnerable to these kinds of potential manipulations, which, as I've said publicly before, were not particularly sophisticated. This was not some elaborate, complicated espionage scheme. Who said that? Like it's Jeopardy here. Who is Barack Obama? Yeah! Yes, that is a quote from Barack Obama in a December press conference from the Brady Press Room. Google it yourself. Hmm. You want me to put the link? You know what? I mean, I'll put the link. Yeah, put the link. I'll do you this favor. I will put the link to the Obama's White House archives in that press conference. And I quote, this was not some elaborate, complicated espionage scheme. I thought you've been telling us for months that this was some elaborate, complicated espionage <laughs> scheme to overturn the results of the U.S. election. That is Barack Obama himself in December after uh, his his team lost the election, talking about how this Russian thing was a bunch of goofs who basically screwed up trying to hack into the U.S. election. His words, not mine. I'll put the link up. 
It's about, I don't know, 10, 15 paragraphs down, but it's in the Q&A because it's a long press conference. It, it, ignore the, the uh, monologue in the beginning from Obama where he goes on forever. Go to the first question and then you'll see like six or seven paragraphs down. Show this to your liberal friends when they tell you how the Russians were engaged in some elaborate scheme to overthrow the election. Be like, hey guys, um, can I just take a screenshot of it? Um, here's Barack Obama. This was not some elaborate, complicated espionage scheme. Was he lying? Was he, or did he know something you don't? Just, I'd just like to know. That's Barack Obama himself. All right, I'll put the link in the show notes today. Go check it out at Bongino.com. Please subscribe to my email list on the website. Helps us, uh, helps us get the information out there. I'll send you the show notes every day. And please, please, I implore you, subscribe to the show if you don't mind. It's free. It uh, requires nothing from you other than go to iTunes, click the subscribe button, go to iHeartRadio, click the follow button, follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify. We're available on Google Play. That's what helps us move up the charts, not just the downloads. And uh, we have been moving quickly, thanks to you. So I really appreciate it. Thanks, folks. I will see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud and follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.